Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Friday, June 24th, and this is People Every Day. Hello, everyone. Janine Rubenstein here. I got up this morning and played that new Beyonce while whipping up breakfast for the little ones, got my son off to camp, and then saw the alerts that you all saw that the United States Supreme Court has officially overturned Roe v. Wade eliminating 50 years of precedent that followed the monumental 1972 case that has long been a tentpole of women's rights in America. So with that, I turned off Bees You Won't Break My Soul, took a breath, talked to my mom, my husband, and my amazing People Everyday team, and we all agreed that this was the most important discussion to bring to you all today. And that's what we're going to do right now. Today, the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, which granted women the right to have an abortion in every state. This decision leaves states to decide whether to allow abortions. And now that Roe v. Wade is overturned, it is expected that this will lead to all but total bans on abortions in nearly half the country. This decision is sparking outrage everywhere. So joining me now to talk about what we know is the president and editor-in-chief of Rewire News Group, Galena Espinoza. Hi, Galena. Thanks for being here. Hi. Yes. Thank you so much for for having me. As upsetting as this decision is for so many people, it's not shocking. The wheels have been turning to get rid of Roe v. Wade for a while now. So what have we seen in the past that led up to this, just to remind folks? Yeah. So it's really interesting because last March, we actually did a story in which we declared that Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization was going to be the case that was going to overturn Roe versus Wade. And unfortunately, it turned out that we were right. But here, I think it's important to understand why we thought this case was going to be the one uh, that when the Supreme Court issued its opinion was going to actually undo Roe versus Wade. First of all, the composition of the court has changed so so much. If you think about the justices, Amy Coney Barrett, Brett Kavanaugh, who've been added in the past couple of years, extremely, extremely conservative. And even though they did say in their confirmation hearings that Roe v. Wade was settled law and no reasonable person would even think about going after Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. everyone suspected from the start that they had actually, in fact, been put on the court to specifically take on this case. And when we learned that the court had agreed to hear this abortion case, which involved a law that was blatantly unconstitutional. Essentially, in Mississippi, a law had been passed that banned abortion after 15 weeks. And what the court said in its ruling on Roe v. Wade is that you cannot ban abortion uh, that is pre-viability. So basically, viability pre-viability means any period before it it is scientifically believed to be that um, a fetus has a significant chance of survival. And for nearly 50 years, that has been decided to be at 24 weeks. So you can understand that when Mississippi introduced this law saying that abortions would now be banned after 15 weeks, that folks were saying, 
well, this is clearly blatantly unconstitutional. And yet the Supreme Court said, you know what, we're going to actually hear the arguments about this. So that was like a huge red flag that, oh, they are really looking to take on Roe v. Wade. Wow. Well, people everywhere are taking to social media to weigh in on this decision. But some notable public figures and and those in Hollywood are pretty angry. Uh, Part of what Michelle Obama said I am heartbroken today. I am heartbroken for people around this country who just lost the fundamental right to make informed decisions about their own bodies. And then Haley Bieber wrote on her Instagram story, wow, I'm speechless. What an extreme loss and disappointment. This is really, really scary. So Galena, I want to ask you, we know this is a big deal, but just can you underscore how big of a deal this really is? Yes. Um, and, I, and I think that that's really a great point that you're raising is that folks are going to be really confused right now. This essentially sets off legal, political, cultural chaos. What do I mean by that? Never in the history of the court has a settled law that has been in place for almost 50 years been overturned. So this is, when I say that this is truly unprecedented, this is truly unprecedented. You know, it is one thing for the Supreme Court to deny that there is any such right in the Constitution. It is another thing to say, like, you've had this right for almost 50 years, but now we're saying that you don't have it anymore. I mean, this is just new territory that we're entering. And of course, folks are going to be extremely confused. And I think culturally, it further just kind of deepens the rift that has been growing these past couple of years in different parts of the country. Because, you know, survey after survey shows that a majority of Americans wanted to keep Roe v. Wade wanted the law to continue to stand. They wanted to keep abortion legal. And this has been true, by the way, ever since Roe v. Wade was settled. A majority of Americans have always, always supported keeping Roe v. Wade. And so to have the court go so against what the public supports, I think that culturally, this is a real moment of reckoning for folks in this country where so clearly the values of the country do not align with what these six justices who have decided have unleashed upon us today. Wow. And I'm just reading about like the ramifications of what this will look like. It's going to make it very hard for a large percentage of women in the country to access abortion care in their own state. It means a lot more people would have to travel for care. And the people who are most impacted by these abortion restrictions and bans are people of color, low-income individuals, young people, and LGBTQ plus individuals, people who are already burdened with insufficient access to health care. What is the recourse? Do you know of anything that has sprung up? Because we did get a hint that this was coming, you know, when that leak came out. Are there any, you know, things that you've heard of that are are being put in place for this very event? I mean, I do think that the encouraging news, the hope to leave folks with is that, you know, organizations have been mobilizing for this moment and preparing for this moment and figuring out what the healthcare infrastructure is going to look like. So I'll give you one example that we got immediately after the decision came down. One of our sources who is in Wisconsin, a state that has an old abortion ban on the books that is expected to potentially go into effect now that Roe has been overturned, so therefore abortion would be banned in that state. This person does scheduling for abortions at a clinic and sent us a note saying 
that she had been working on getting an abortion for a pregnant patient who uh, had a fetus with a condition called anencephaly, I believe is how you pronounce it, Mm. which is a birth defect in which a baby is born without parts of its brain and skull. This source of ours had been arranging for an abortion uh, to take place in Wisconsin, but is now, in light of this ruling, going to be arranging transportation for this patient to get the care in Illinois. And this is just, you know, day one of the ruling. And already these kinds of situations where you have, you know, patients where there are serious risks to the fetus, to the mother's life, who had procedures scheduled now have to scramble to get coverage. And we're only going to see, see this more and more. And as you point out, it is disproportionately low income communities, communities of color where access has never been equal that are going to be the most negatively impacted by this. There are 13 states that have trigger laws on the books, which means that they passed legislation preemptively to say that if the Supreme Court (laughs) overturns Roe v. Wade, we're going to automatically ban abortion in our state. So this is something that this is this yeah. is only day one. This is the beginning. The decision is down. We're going to see, you know, these trigger bans go into effect over the next 30 to 60 days. And I do think that's an important message for folks to take away from this, which is that abortion is still legal. It is still legal in this country. No other laws are going into effect. But over the next month or two, you're going to see um, more and more states where abortion is actually banned and those bans are in effect. And patients are going to be scrambling for care. Patients' lives are going to be really negatively impacted. I mean, the science on this, the research on this is overwhelming Mm. that folks who are denied the abortion that they want are more likely to end up poor, are more likely to end up with mental health issues are more likely to express dissatisfaction with their lives. And that's because when you force someone to be pregnant when they don't want to be pregnant, that's a really devastating human consequence. Yeah. After the break, we are going to continue our discussion with Galena Espinoza, who provides some insight on what this could mean for you and your state. So please stay tuned. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Make the most of your me time with sensational hair products from Method. The new range of shampoos and conditioners will leave your hair looking shiny and feeling healthy. From pure peace, infused with peony, rose water, and quinoa protein, to simply nourish, crafted with coconut, rice milk, and shea butter. And daily zen with calming cucumber, seaweed, and green tea. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower with Method and reconnect with the best version of yourself. Conservative Justice Clarence Thomas wrote today, I I have to say to make matters worse, that, you know, following this decision, other landmark rulings, including those that protect contraception, same-sex relationships and same-sex marriage could be in peril. What is what is happening here? (laughs) 
What is happening? What is happening here? What is happening is that for 20 years, um, the right wing of this country has had a very, very strategic approach to how they were going to get the laws of this country changed. Civil rights laws, bodily autonomy laws, LGBTQ laws. They have been strategically stacking the courts for a moment like this. And it has been a long game for them. It has been 20 years of this happening. They have specifically targeted the court. And what we see now is that the court has the justices in place to make this happen. Mm. And when you think that we are in 2022 and anyone thinks that there is a conversation that needs to happen about the legality of contraception, I think that's something that people really need to um, wake up to, that this has never been about abortion. This is not about abortion. This is about control. control. This is about power. And it is, once again, communities that need the most help and the most support that are being targeted because they're the most vulnerable and thus the easiest to go after. And I think that's pretty shameful. Yeah. Well, there are so many women out there who saw the news today and are beyond scared. And there are just a lot of people out there in general who, you know, are seeing what may be to come and are angry and, and want to take action. Positive action is what the hope is. So what what can those people do? What 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 can be done? So if you are in a state where abortion is still legal, you need to be reaching out to your state legislators and your governor to make sure that it remains legal in your state. There is this window, again, of about 30 to 60 days before any of these laws change where you can raise your voice and, and, and protest and demand that abortion remain legal. People always say, you know, go out there and vote. I think we need to be realistic about that, you know, because the other thing that um, Republicans have done is they have really made a lot of efforts to undermine voting rights yeah. in this country and to, you know, gerrymander districts. So the idea that our votes are going to be able to change this is not necessarily true. I, I don't want people to be discouraged. I want people to get out and vote. Still very important. But I think we need to be realistic about the impact, at least at the national level, that folks can have. Um, I think the races that folks really need to concentrate on are state attorney general races, which is one of those races that most people are not even aware of ever happening. Yeah. But state attorney generals are the folks who are, who are elected to enforce the laws. So if you have a state attorney general who is saying you can do whatever you want, but this is not a law that I'm going to actively pursue, that is a way to, to continue to, to keep abortion at least somewhat accessible within your state. And it's similar at the state level with the governor's races. You know, even if you have legislation that your state legislature is passing to um, to, to to ban abortion, a governor has veto power. So making sure that you are electing governors who have your interests at heart, who align with your values on this issue, I think is really, really important. You know, we've so often focused on these big national races, but really where access is going to be maintained is at the states now. So you have to start paying attention to your state races mm. if this is an issue that's important to you and that you want to vote on this issue. And I also think that you can't overestimate 
underestimate how important a role corporations have to play in this moment. When you look at how LGBTQT rights were advanced so quickly and so powerfully and so impactfully, it was because companies were taking a stand on behalf of their employees to say that they were supportive of gay rights, they were supportive of gay marriage, and they provided benefits in their employer benefits packages that reflected that support. And I think the time has come for companies to look at their workforces and and think about, hey, if you want to keep women in your workforce and you want to be able to advance their careers and, and, you know, really allow them to pursue their ambitions, this is key to retaining women employees. And that's because abortion is actually a fundamental piece of most women's reproductive journey. One out of every four women, that's 25%, one out of every four women by the age of 45 will have an abortion. So to think that this is an issue that doesn't affect most women or that doesn't affect most families, because I think it's important to recognize that if you as a man have ever had sex without someone getting pregnant, you need to be in this fight because that is how you were able to have sex without an unwanted pregnancy. It's either contraception or abortion. So this very much pertains to you. And I think it's also worth noting that most women who get abortions are married. They are already in relationships. They have families already. They're mostly mothers. So they have families and they're saying, this does not work for my family, for my Mm -hmm. life. And I Mm -hmm. think that we have to start listening to women and respecting that they know what is best for their lives and for their families. Kalina, it is a difficult day and, and, and a truly divided day in America. We will continue to keep an eye on more developments on this story. And just thank you so much for stopping by and, and for all of this information. Thank you so much for, for shedding a light on this issue, which is going to really reshape, I think, a lot of how this country moves forward. And it's going to be interesting to see where we go from here. Forward, I hope. We can hope. <laughs> Well, it has been another tough week in this hot, humid summer. And right now, you may just need to take a breath and look up at the sky. And for the rest of June, looking up might be just the perfect thing to do. That's because right now, for the rest of the month, five planets, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, are visible to the naked eye shortly before sunrise. And while that's rare on its own, this morning, an even rarer sight occurred just before dawn. To those who were up early enough to see it, I wasn't, a waning crescent moon was positioned between Venus and Mars, making for one of the rarest alignments of moon and planets in a century. The last time this happened was in the mid-1800s. That's what Dr. Jackie Faherty of the American Museum of Natural History told CBS. She said, To get the moon in there in this good alignment position that it's in, that's the part that makes this an extra cherry on top special. So even if you missed this morning's extra special sight, like I did, the planets should remain visible through the rest of the month. And especially exciting for those of us in those busy, light-polluted cities, the planets are so bright that Michelle Thaler of NASA told the Washington Post they should still be visible as long as you are high up. 
So that means make sure to hit up your friend on the high rise and and that has that cool balcony. (laughs) Go up there and and check out the sights. Now, of course, there is a catch. The planets are most visible between 4.40 and 4.50 a.m. You got a 10-minute window. And if you're anything like me, it takes more than a miracle to get you out of bed that early. But still, this weekend may just be an exception because seeing a a once-in-a-century miracle in the sky is certainly something to make us smile. And we need it, man. That's all for today, folks. I hope you have a restful and relaxing weekend. Hug your loved ones, take care of yourself, and make some time to look up at the night sky and, and take in the beauty around you. We'll return Monday with another episode of People Every Day. People Every Day is produced by Chrissy Lindquist, Tony Mantia, Madison Lesby, Rachel King, Matt Sav, Amy Machado, and the great team at Pod People. Edited by Morgan Foose and Carter Wogan. People's producers are me, Janine Rubenstein, and Charlotte Triggs, with help from Elisa Sessler and Fallon Harge. Executive produced by David Flumenbaum and Zoe Ruderman.